Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody. It is Saturday in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My name is Adam Bittner, assistant sports editor for multimedia at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Joined today by one of my senior classmates at Penn State, Michael Mowdy. Michael, how are you? Doing great. Doing great, Adam. How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. It's good to talk to you. It's been a long time, but uh, I'm glad to have you on the podcast because you've made some news this past spring. It's been a, a tumultuous um, few months at Penn State because of name, image, and likeness issues. Just to give anyone who might be tuning in for the first time to this topic a little bit of background back in, um, I believe, early April, late March, Micah Shrewsbury left Penn State, the Penn State basketball coach who took them to their first NCAA tournament since 2011, um, in part because of NIL issues that, that he expressed throughout the season. Um, and, and he expressed frustration, and, and so he left and went to Notre Dame um, after a successful NCAA tournament run. That prompted some people and to, to be upset at losing one of the best basketball coaches Penn State's had in a long time. Among them, uh, Mike, Michael was you, and, and you expressed some of those frustrations online. Um, just for a little bit more context, you were affiliated with the Lions Legacy Club. Uh, Jay Paterno, your, one of your former coaches at Penn State, he was affiliated with Success with Honor, um, which was another Penn State NIL collective. They kind of had different philosophical views about how to navigate this, you know, transitional time in college sports and in Penn State history. So, Michael, I just wanted to give you first, before we really get into some questions I had for you, a chance to kind of articulate what your frustrations were through that process and how you feel that they've been addressed. Notably, um, Happy Valley United is now the merger of Lions Legacy Club and Success with Honor. Um, that's a headline from over the summer so far. So. I just wanted to give you a chance to, to talk a li- in a little more detail, a little more nuance, you know, what your issues were with what was going on and how they've been addressed. Yeah. Well, come out swinging, right? Adam? <laughs> Look, I think the, here's the best part. Here's the best news. And here's what all that really matters in, in this. And, and I'll, I'll go back to, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of backtrack from, from earlier to, uh, this year because, because we've come such a long way and we may it, there's been so much progress in, in, in the best way and uh, for Penn State and, and, and the way that this is all developed and, and how much ground we that it's really covered. Um, but having everybody under the same roof and, and rowing in the same direction is is huge and that's all that's all that matters and that's that's where I believe we are today. And, and so that's just where we we're trying to get to and, and a lot of that I think was uh, you know with, there was a lot of people working behind the scenes for the last you know, year and a half trying to get really since the ruling came out um, a couple of years ago uh, for those that are like in the football business or who follow football, work in it every day and, or, or understand it. You know, when that NIL ruling came out, uh, what that what the implications of that would be uh, and and the, like having putting a plan and having a, a structure in place to to be able to navigate the new environment. Uh, it was going to be paramount, and, and that's that's where uh, really I started 
tuning in and tracking and uh, what's what's our plan, you know, and then following kind of and I have a unique lens. I was able to see things from a different perspective inside the program, outside the program. I've been, uh, you know, talk to coaches and follow how things are developing around the country. And, um, you know, I've been in the football business uh, and essentially, you know, without getting too far in the weeds is having having now the new college competitive landscape where where you where you're able to have no salary cap essentially and have no roster cap um and, and then be able to freely you know no no transfer restrictions or at least limited with the portal a lot of challenges a lot of dynamics at play and so so i thought it was you know, i'm feeling like somebody who's had a lot of invested in the program and myself and I've sacrificed and I'm a stakeholder care about what's best for the program and want to see it succeed. Um, that's where I started working on, okay, let's get a plan together. Let's bring the right people in place. What are the challenges that, that are, that we're facing and, and, and what's, you know, how can we, how can we stay competitive? That's what it comes down to. And, and so what I love is, uh, is seeing how Pat Crafts has come in. I think we've got leadership at Penn State, like, that I'm that I'm uh, incredibly optimistic and encouraged and and excited about uh, that that it, that's going to really lead Penn State into into a, a new era here, and that that kind of alignment from the top down, uh, you could see is, it's it's evident from from President Neely to 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 Pat Kraft to 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 James Franklin to. Um, everyone's rowing in the same direction, coming back to, to that analogy. And so really it just comes down to when I started to, you know, speak publicly and we, and, and I don't want to look back at this. It's it, it, all that matters is that we're on the, we're on the pathway for it. And, and look, and Jay and I, there, there's absolutely no bad, but we have much more in common than, than we have differences. And that's, that's nothing we haven't, we, we've, we talk face to face and, and we have respect for each other and, and the Paterno, Joe's dad, the Paterno legacy, I'm, I'm a part of and a product of. So, so that's, it, that was a matter of, of, of differences of, in vision, philosophy. And, and I think a lot of that just came into the fold because everyone was so passionate about and excited about the run that basketball was having with Micah and, and the, in the tournament. And so to, to see kind of, whoa, what, what happened? Um, it just was a matter of, hey, that's, you know, let, let's, Let's make sure that this doesn't happen now. Trickle into into football. It was just an opportunity to that basketball situation felt like a catalyst um, to really get attention for people to come to the table to say, "Hey, what's the foot?" Now we don't want to see this happen, um, you know, with with the football program because because the tune could easily change uh, if if everyone's not aligned on the on the direction in terms of how we're going to be able to compete. And maintain a staff, and maintain a roster, and retain the the roster that is currently there, and then recruit and, and move into the future. So that's where that's coming from. Yeah, I, I kind of want to get into you know how did, how did everyone get on the same page? Because we don't need to dig into the weeds about you know what the differences were. I think everyone kind of knows that there. This is this is a Penn State conversation about how do you preserve that paternal legacy, success with honor, not to you know, use the term and the name of the collective in, in the same thing, but how, what does success with honor look like in an NIL era? And I think there are legitimate concerns about, 
you know, pay to play and, and things like that, that, that don't always seem to conform to that. But it's about striking a balance between competing in this, you know, 21st century, whatever you want to call it, landscape and preserving those values. So what were those conversations like that helped you and people like Jay get on the same page and start rowing in the same direction? Where did you guys kind of find that common ground that maybe wasn't there before? Well, I, I just think it, it came down to, um, and it was a process. I, I think that the ability to bring in a, a group that that is that is that, is, that does NIO collectives, uh, you know, with Blueprint Sports, they they understand best practices around the country. Um, they they understand what this is gonna, how this is gonna mature, uh, in the way that, in the direction that this is going. Um, the ability to support. Uh, all the all of the student athletes, and and then give them the most the best opportunities, and and uh, it's going to require a full team. It's going to require a full staff, and, and it's going to require, um, you know, there there's a lot of um, let's say uh, complementing cross functional communications coordination. It, it's a it's a big machine. Penn State athletics, Penn State University, state dynamics, uh, and it's it's a fluid you know, regulatory environment. So, so those are all uh, variables that, that make it uh, a challenge to get everyone aligned. But, but really, it comes down to um, the culture at Penn State is something that uh, you can't buy. And, and it's something that uh, the P- Penn State fans and, and alumni, the culture has never been one where we're just going to come out and, and, and pay players just, just to show up um, you know, and, and play football. That's, never, that's not how it's been. But, but the rules, again... The dynamics in college football, the competitive landscape, uh, allows for now players to go out and and be in the business community and and, and have those kind of uh, you know abilities to participate. And, and now, really, on the flip side, you know, going back to the culture and going back to what makes Penn State great and why you know Paterno and and that legacy uh, is 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 going to be perpetuated is is hey, hey let's now everyone knows what that is and what it looks like and and doing things the right way um and so let's 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 we have to co-create you know that that business that model and, and what now it's just it's part of the, the competitive landscape again it's part of it's part of college athletics it's part of college football and now as uh, just like players can participate uh you know outside of outside of uh into the into the business world monetize um it, it, it provides opportunity for unprecedented access uh, for fans to get closer and participate and directly support uh, the players that they're watching and the team that that they love. So uh, advantage Penn State uh, when we really align and, and, and coordinate everybody in our alumni base in our ecosystem. Uh, and that's that's huge. I think that's exciting. I wanted to pull at that full-time staff thread a little bit. You mentioned that Happy Valley United has. Do you kind of look at them as, you know, for a fan perspective, trying to understand this constantly shifting landscape, do you look at at that full-time staff that this collective has now as kind of Penn State's NIL experts, the people that this is, this is their whole thing. And, and just as, you know, there's always been people who run the parking at games, who run, you know, the tailgating lots. Now you have NIL experts who this is their whole thing. And, and just as we, you know, need the cars to run well, um, you know, in and out of town for bringing 110,000 people into Happy Valley for a football game, these people are, are making sure those trains run on time. 
Could you just talk to me a little bit about that element of, of Happy Valley United and, um, you know, what that means? Yeah, and it, it, it means a lot. And there, again, there still is a, a lot that is coming together that that is, again, exciting. It's getting it's getting better every week as it has for since since inception. Um, but guys like, again, the leadership of Pat Kraft and, and the Department of Development staff and, and the guys that, that Pat's been bringing in, uh, coordinating with with the NIL staff and, and that team in the in the last building. Uh, you know, with Dan Campolo, Rashad LB, those guys. Uh, and, and then the third party that has to be independent based on the rules, um, which is that collective entity. Um, that's that's where a lot of this is coming together. Um, and that structure, uh, again, with Blueprint and, and, and trading best practices at other universities and because every place is different, right? Every, everybody's got a different dynamic. Uh, but Penn State is a big machine and it's a lot, you know, there's no one, it, you can't operate in the silo. That's not the, that, that that's not a winning formula. So uh, again, I think that's been the most encouraging and exciting part is, is having that, that professionalism about getting, make sure, making sure we're having compliance, being efficient about um, the communication lines. And, and, and so we're, we're uh, allowing these to the players, really, it's all about the players is, so they can focus on football and not have to worry about about taking calls and making sure that they've got all the resources and access and um, and, and, and that they need to be successful. And that's you know again advantage Penn State. Uh, Happy Valley United having everybody under one banner is really uh, it's it's an exciting accomplishment achievement. Uh, now that's now that we've got now that we've got everybody on the same boat, let's row right that that's you know good job that's great um now we can go uh because guess what that every, there's there's schools that we're competing against uh, that 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 have that in place and that that are going so if we expect to compete and and i i believe we will uh, based on based on the guys and the trajectory that football program's on um then we got to go so that's what's happening what have the conversations you've had with donors been like? Do you get the sense that, th that this is kind of an education thing uh, in terms of, you know, we're trying to do things the right way here and explaining that to the donor class so that if they have kind of icky feelings about this, which I think are understandable in terms of NIL, because it's a, it's a foreign concept to a lot of people still. You know, you and I live in that world every day, but I think people who are not, you know, in reading every news article about NIL and how things are evolving, I can understand why it feels a little bit icky to them. So is this on some level about education and, and kind of getting even more people into the fold as you go on? Yeah, that's, you hit the nail on the head, Adam. It, it has been, that's been the biggest, uh, what was initially the headwind. It, and it's how do I, what was it, NIL? What are we just paying people? How, how do I participate? There's so many ways you can, you can do it. So, you know, a lot of that was, uh, you know, early on the front end was was slow. We're kind of, you know, marching through through the swamp, so to speak, just ironing things out, uh, educating on a daily basis, and trying to un trying to align, um, you know, the the message and the narratives. You know, going back to your initial question, we had a couple of different groups, and you know, outside looking in, it's like, you guys, get, let's let's go get it together. Um, so uh, that's been huge, having you know. Um, get, you know, getting resources out there, um, getting the ability to have 
uh, you know, on, on all the social medias and aligning the messaging and the narratives. And um, that's really the biggest, the biggest thing. So people know how to support, know, know what it, what it is, why it is, how it is. Um, and, and that's, that's the biggest thing. Michael, you are a Penn State great. You're synonymous with that 2012 team and, and helping keep everyone together through um, the Sandusky scandal sanctions. Um, I wanted to ask what your role is, you know, moving forward with this, and and um, you know what, how you know what, what is what are you trying to do specifically within Happy Valley United um, to to kind of get people on board? I, I know what the the organization is doing, but what are you doing? Because I think a lot of people would love to know that, given um, you know how well they feel like they know you from from watching you all those years on the field. Yeah. So so. My focus is it, again. I, I I want what's best for Penn State athletics, Penn State University. Of course, that goes w- without saying. But my focus will be uh, on on football, on on you know bringing uh, connect. You know, I'm I'm on calls, uh, directing uh, you know donors to to ways that they can participate and uh, to our team. Um, you know, doing podcasts like this and helping spread the gospel. Um, on on Penn State football and, and NIL and, and becoming a member, you know, Happy Valley United and, and being a part of it because because that that's that's going to be really exciting when we start aligning uh, the whole tribe here. Um, but but it'll be more in the more from the you know, externally facing um, role, you know, more so as opposed to kind of being behind closed doors like you know in the last year or so. Um, can can non-millionaire donors get involved with with, with NIL? Because I think that is also something that a lot of people may not understand. They think about this as, as kind of guys with a lot of money rolling in, giving Penn State, giving players money through deals and stuff. But but there are ways for you know more small dollar donors to get involved, aren't there? There there is, and, and again, that's that's the biggest and most important uh, message. If there's one one takeaway, is that you don't. You don't need to be, you know, we're not looking for, not everyone has to have donate a million dollars. Now, now that that's great. And no one would ever, I'd never say to not do that, but, but becoming a member, you know, even if it's five, five, 10 bucks a month, even if it's, you know, five bucks, just being a part of it, uh, becoming at least uh, starting your the education process. Now, you know, we've got um, information coming out uh, with, with the website and, and the whole, web team is, is, you know, running hard sprint and full sprint, getting all those resources up. Um, and, and we're going to be doing more education on a, a, a more of a cadence regularly uh, throughout the fall. Um, we've got a big event coming up in, in the end of July um, at in Avalon, which would be um, kind of a showcase at end of the summer uh, to, you know, with a lot of Penn State, uh, you know, big donors, but but also, you know, that Penn State is is not just a concentrated group of, you know, people with money. It's we, that's that's a, one of the best things, and and one of our biggest advantages is, uh, you know, our the size and uh, and around the country and around the world, seven hundred sixty thousand uh, active alumni, um, and so being able to find ways for people to participate that it's not always necessarily dollars you know it's just it's being a part of of the collective being a part of nil uh, that's nil is a component of 
uh, of the landscape now. So supporting NILs is support Penn State. Michael, I know before the merger with Lions Legacy Club, um, you know, one of the big deals that, that you guys struck was with West Shore Home. Um, I think it was a in the millions of dollars deal. Um, could you talk to me more about, I guess, that deal? And and then maybe similarly, you mentioned that there, there's lots of ways to get involved. There's lots of things that you know Penn State, Happy Valley United can do that conform with Penn State's values. What does that look like as a fan who's just reading headlines and, and saying, I, I still don't completely understand NIL and what the difference between pure play to play and, and you know, doing NIL kind of the right way looks like? Yeah. And again, there, there are a lot of, of viewpoints on this and, and there is no one, one, one way that, that this, this, this can go, but there are, uh, there are, ways that that you can be supportive and be a part of it and participate um whether that's uh you know if you want to uh, player appearance there that that's one way um if you want to there's a there's that corporate sponsorship i.e like you mentioned west shore that was a, that, you know that those guys uh, were, were huge supporters and, and that was was one of the one of the um the the deals that really turn the tide um, to help get this thing going. Um, there's so many uh, businesses that support Penn State uh, across the state uh, that that really served as a, a social proof to, to say, hey, here's uh, how this was structured. Here's, um, you know, we can do this with, you know, if your if your business, uh, you know, every, every business benefits from Saturdays uh, when, Penn, when Penn State football is in Happy Valley. Um, so that was a way, uh, at least again, social proof on the on the business side, um, on on the player engagement side. Uh, if you, that's a way that they can participate, and then you have the membership side. So, um, and and that's again, you have you have different avenues and different ways that you can support, and then we're and all of that information and all of that mar marketing materials and those things are are going to be coming up and coming in, and you will be accessible and available. We talked a little bit about Pat Kraft. I think he's kind of been a lightning rod for criticism. Um, just full disclosure, I was certainly critical around the time of, of Micah Shrewsbury's department myself. Um, but, you know, I, I think there's been a lot of praise for how he's handled things since. And I think you've kind of been on the inside of, of what that's looked like. What has his role been? What have those conversations been like with him? And, and, and you know, what are your feelings about his sense of urgency on this issue? Look, I, I, one thing I I do know since the first day that I, I met uh, Pat was is the, which was about you know shortly after he he got to Penn State. Uh, I I'm not a, I don't work in in the office every day with with, with Pat. I I know that uh, he's got a demonstrated record of having success where where he, where he came from. I know that he's extremely bright, intelligent, has a team that and a vision um, for where this is going and what what he wants to do with this um, and how. Um, that's 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 I'm on the outside of that looking in. I'm I'm a supporter. <laughs> so one thing I do know, he's doing. Uh, he loves Penn State. You see him on the sidelines at every sport, every game. Um, he's he's the lineback linebacker mentality, right? He's jumping on the sidelines. That's how um, you know he, he, emotional and energetic, and uh, you can tell that kind of passion that you can't fake. And that's what I know is authentic. And so I'm a I'm I'm a fan. Um, 
you know, first, but also I know that I, you, you, you see the, the, the traction and the trajectory the, and how this thing's developing. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of that deal with, with Mike. I do know that uh, whatever the case, hey, it got everyone's attention on terms of getting people to understand what, hey, everybody look over here. We got, we got a, an NIL situation, whether it was that was the direct, um, whether, whether that, that was the reason, I, I don't know. And, and it really, at this point, it doesn't matter. We've got a new basketball coach and he's doing a great job and we're getting guys in and it's all that matters is, hey, we got it. That's our basketball team. We're going to support who's there. Um, and so, and that that's, again, I'm excited about about the direction of the, the basketball program. I am uh, with Coach Rose and, I, and I've only met him once and, and I, but I've heard just great things about what he's doing and, and the guys he's bringing in. So that, that again, it's exciting. Um, I wanted to ask you, you, you meant you've used this boat reference um, and that everyone's now on the boat. That's kind of what this this kind of season in Penn State has been about. A year from now, now it's about rowing, right? How confident are you that a year from now, Penn State's where, you know, if not exactly where it needs to be, then close to where it needs to be on NIL and, and that this is this is something that isn't going to be a, a five-year thing. It might be a one-year thing. What, what's your level of confidence there? Well, I, I don't know if I don't know if there's ever uh, if we ever get there. It, it's not like this is a, a hey a year and, and okay you know we're good. It's it's this thing is going to continue. Um, if we if the competitive landscape doesn't stop, I mean uh, the, the way that the playoffs are going, um, it's a constant year round. Um, the, these guys, Coach Franklin and his staff and, and his support staff and recruiting those those guys work so hard all year round and now they're dealing with uh, the, the portal. And uh, so, so this thing is not just uh, going to be a year, a year thing. This is going to be a kind of, uh, it's going to be a building uh, trajectory. Um, and I don't know if we ever get there, we just row as hard as we can. And that's, um, that's kind of the way I look at it, but, but having, having all the energy go in the same direction and having it aligned uh, again, that's why I go back to, uh, you know, how we started this conversation, which is the most important thing is that we're, it's all going in that, that direction. Michael, I also wanted to talk a little bit of football with you. I wanted to start with you. Um, you know, obviously you're, you're kind of in your post football days now. What have you been up to in addition to this? Um, and, and, you know, just in life, what, what, what is, what does post football look like for Michael Mountain? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not post football. I'm actually, uh, I'm back in football. I'm, I'm at, at Trinity High School in Camp Hill, uh, which with Jordan Hill, head coach at Trinity. Um, that's been about uh, the last few months now, uh, working every day over there, uh, which has been really, really a lot of fun. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm working on uh, having a successful season, and we've got we've got a uh, we're really optimistic about our, our our group of kids that we've got and, and building. Uh, of that football program and and that that school so that's one thing i've been really enjoying doing and and um that's that's what i don't consider myself post football football's uh i, I love football and, and being around it and especially at this level and um you know back back in central pennsylvania uh, it really is you know you see the, my louisiana map back here but 
but um, Pennsylvania is really my second home, and it's it's been good to be back here, uh, you know, back in Penn State country. Absolutely. I wanted to ask you about the team itself. Um, first of all, I want to start with Abdul Carter. He is a linebacker. He's playing at your spot, linebacker you. What do you like about his game, and, and what do you think his potential is and the impact he can make in the year ahead here? Well, I, I... – I mean, you know, I think you've seen the impact he could make in, you know, since day one. All I had to see was um, the, his first play, as a, his first career of snap as a Penn State linebacker. <laughs> he gets ejected, penalty, which that in itself, I'm like, all right, I can get behind that. And I thought it was clean and aggressive hit. That's that's my view because I'm a linebacker, and I think. You know, if, if those were the rules when I was playing, I could have been thrown out of every game, I think, because you know, I, I was, was throwing my head in there. But but Abdul, I think, is um, is a special – has special ability. Uh, and he's got now – is you know, with, with Manny Diaz calling the, calling the plays. Um, up, up, he's got Dan Connor in there. He's got guys around him, um, you know, that are, that are developing, you know, his craft. Uh, but, but he's just a lot of fun to watch, and I think he's got a bright future. And I, on to to add to that now, I think you've got a, a loaded stable in that linebacker room, you know, which last year, you know, got a, a little thin, um, you know, body wise. And um, I, I just think you're, now we've got some young guys to compliment, um, you know, that, that linebacker room. So it's going to be great. A lot of Penn State fans are also excited about um, the likely. I, I think I don't think it's official yet, but Drew Aller is is the, the the guy people are talking about at quarterback. We saw him a little bit last season. What did you like about his game? And what do you like about his ability to, um, you know, come in and, and be ready as a sophomore to, to to make a difference for Penn State? Well, look, I mean, he, there's a reason he he was as as touted Holly as he was coming in to Penn State. You know, coming out of Ohio. I think that uh, it's it's great that he he had a year uh, you know with with Sean to kind of um, to learn and watch and and kind of you know sometimes you don't necessarily want to throw a young quarterback in there too soon. That's you, know, you see how that plays out in some cases, but um, you know I'm not a, I'm not a quarterbacks coach. I, I see what you know his his. Uh, let's say attributes or, you know, size, uh, eyeball test, those things. Um, and, and he's got great coaching and, and he's got, you know, great quarterback realm. Even I would, I would say that again, bright future is, and he's going to, uh, you can't have, you can't, I don't think go where you want to go as a football team. Uh, if the, if that quarterback, if the quarterback play isn't aligned with, um, you know, that kind of performance. So, uh, I'm excited to watch him. Really, I, I am. I've heard good things about what's happened this summer. We saw him a little bit in the spring. Um, it, it'll be great. It'll be great. Even in that quarterback room. Now you've got two. You got you got Aller, of course, and then, but then even Bo Abula, who's who's uh, going to find a way, I think, uh, to get on the field or at least uh, has has done that. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to watch. Yeah, what do you think of those expectations overall of this team? I, I know a lot of people expect them to compete for a college football playoff berth. I think that's kind of the expectation every season, but we've kind of seems like we've gotten into this realm of getting close but not quite over the – what was James Franklin's words for it? Um, great but not elite. 
is it is it reasonable for fans to expect that elite to happen now with all these young guys you have in these in these key positions, or, or do you think maybe there's a possibility they might need a, a year to mature and look toward 24, 24 25 as, as those years to really go for it? Well, I, th- I mean, if you if you zoom out, you you look at the the trajectory that the, the program's been on. It come like the momentum at, coming off the Rose Bowl win last year. Um, I think that was a huge propellant in in, in a lot of the recruiting that you, that, you, that you've seen in the highlight uh, recruiting calendar that 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 the staff has had. Um, I, I, the expectations, I think. Uh, that's one of the going to be the difficult thing for, for these young guys. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like um, as, as a player, really, you, you can't get ahead of yourself. You can't look, look, that's playoffs are that's far away. We got to go one week at a time, one day at a time. Uh, ability. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Talent potential. Yeah. That's all there, I think. And that's, what's exciting. Um, so that so it's year two now, uh, you know, in, in Manny's system. So these guys are, are are getting more developed and they're playing faster and and again they've got all the ability and so they've just got to go manage just get better every week and I think they've got you know they can go as far as they want to go. Michael, I also wanted to ask you about some big picture stuff here. Obviously, the big news of the summer has been uh, the change in the Big Ten divisions. Penn State no longer has any protected games against Ohio State, against Michigan, against USC against anyone. They are literally unrivaled as the, uh, the marketing slogan was there uh, for a little <laughs> while. What do you think of, of how that has shaken out for Penn State? And, and is it a good thing that, that maybe you don't have to go through Ohio State and Michigan every year? Or are, are you going to miss seeing those games on an annual basis that, that kind of made, you know, made the fall special and, and some special weekends? Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't in those scheduling meetings. I don't know how that played out. I, I heard the news like everyone else. Um, I'm not, I couldn't, you know, articulate the, the implications of not having that game. But what I'm excited about is having USC next year. If we're looking that far ahead, um, having having that kind of, um, you know, presence, that's going to be a that's going to be a great game um, with a great team. This, the conference dynamic is. Um, you know, that's also that's a moving target too. anything, uh, you know, can happen year to year. So. All right. Well, that's all I had for you, Michael. Was there anything you wanted to mention either personally or um, in terms of, of Happy Valley United before we sign off here? Because we really thank you for all the time um, that you gave us to kind of dig into these issues. So I wanted to give you a chance to um, sound off if there's anything else that we didn't get to that you wanted to in, in terms of this conversation. Yeah, um, look, if, if you need more information, happyvalleyunited.com. Um, th- there's going to be a lot more coming out here than in, in the, the weeks preceding leading up to the season. Um, I, I would encourage everybody to, to go on and become a member, uh, you know, even if it's, um, you know, just to sign up, just to, just to follow and start paying attention to what's happening because it is going to be an exciting year. Uh, and there is a lot of energy and, and, and momentum going in, um, I would say. Uh, Saturdays are going to be uh, this fall uh, for me personally. It's going to be Saturdays uh, at Penn State, but on Friday nights it's going to be Trinity Camp Hill, uh, jo- Jordan Hill, and I and, and our, our squad. So we'll have um, a lot of football going on this fall. 
Well, that sounds great, Michael. Hopefully we can have you back during the season. I know we're going to be starting our Penn State show on a regular basis here soon. So for our viewers, that's something that you can look out for. Hopefully we can have you talk a little bit more just about football, about, you know, I, I, I'd love to reminisce about the 2012 team because that was my senior year. I was the collegiate football editor that year. Um, love to get a chance to reminisce about that, but I'm glad we got into these topics today with you because, you know, you've kind of been at the forefront of them. And it's been great to hear your perspective. So thank you for stopping by. I appreciate it. Adam. I know we covered, we covered a lot of ground. We were, it took us a few weeks to get, to get this to set up, but, but um, yeah, let's dive in anytime, anytime. We're ha happy to come back on the show. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And to all our viewers, we will be back next week. Christopher Carter on the North shore drive will be here Monday. Uh, I believe Ray Fittipaldo, Brian Batka, one of those two guys will be back from vacation. So lots of Steelers talk coming your way uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday through the rest of the week. And we're almost to training camp, Michael. So exciting times here in Pittsburgh as well. Can't come soon enough. Let's go. <laughs> It'll be, it'll be here before we know it. All right, everyone. Thank you, and uh, take care. Thank you for checking out this content from Post-Gazette Sports. If you liked the video, please like it and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you enjoyed it on Apple Podcasts, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. For six months of digital access to post-gazette.com for just $6, click the link down in the description.